and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Thursday, the 19th of August. My name's Ben. I'm afraid to ask this question, but here is Andrew. How are you? Oh, Jesus. Like, just <laughs> rubbish. Really rubbish, actually. Like, sort of. Last season were awful, obviously, for lots of reasons. But I don't think I've been this sort of low, probably, since the League One days, or this sort of feeling of like sort of hopelessness to be honest and i'm hopefully being reactionary but wow. yeah bad what about yourself <laughs> yeah i guess i guess kind of the same i i think i've uh i'm trying so hard not to knee jerk in fact i think i'm trying so hard i've like done my acl it's just uh <laughs> yeah yeah but let's just say i have a mental shortlist of uh united players i never want to see play for us again and yeah it currently has three names on it i won't name those names just yet uh, there's scope to add, let's put it like that. Yeah, um, I think you might be lenient there, but <laughs> <laughs> so in in I think everyone's sort of doing this, aren't they? In Chris Wilder's third game, we lost three 0 at home to Southend, yeah. uh, and then we followed that up with another defeat at Millwall as well. But we looked absolutely clueless, didn't we? That three 0 was just an absolute shocker. Yeah, um, and yeah. I actually I went I went back and looked it through our fixture list that season in 2016-17 in League One. I would say it wasn't really until game 12 when we beat Port Vale at home 4-0 that we properly looked like we'd figured it out. I mean, people might think we're I'm rewriting history a little bit, but I, I invite you to go back and look at our fixture list on that season. Yeah, I think we got a couple of draws, didn't we, Fleetwood and... We got some wins. And... Like, you know, we, we won some games, but I mean, if yeah. you could look at the, the 11 games that came before that and tell me where the really good performances were, I'm... The fifth game where we won, actually, the first game that we won, we were pretty shocking in that match. You know, where Gillingham. Yeah, well, the Oxford game as well that came before that. Mm. Um, oh, the Oxford was the first one. Sorry, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we won that game. We won Gillingham. I don't think we were very impressive in either of those games, but no. we got a win. So bad starts happen and can turn into good things is what I'm putting forward here. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, after such a long time, relatively in football terms, with, with the same manager, we've sort of forgotten the process of starting again. But it doesn't make it any less miserable to sit through, does no. it? And also, there's no guarantee that it is going to turn around. No, and this is the this is the problem for me that I, I didn't see much under Wilder, to be honest, in those early days. I, I would, I, I'm not going to say, oh yeah, but you could see things clicking because you couldn't. When no. We were getting hammered by Southend; it were appalling. Even the two-one Millwall uh, loss away from home, I think we had one shot on target in that game. Yeah. It, it, there's nothing. There was nothing there that foresaw what were going to come so I can't say oh yeah you know but you had things to things were clicking then because they weren't but right now you're looking at it and it just looks sharp the squad looks sharp I, I think it is the end of the cycle I think Wilder knew that to be honest and I think that's probably why he got out I think he knew it was the end of the cycle but we'd spent so much money on improving players wages already at the club uh, which in hindsight looks you know really a really poor decision but at the time we were all applauding so I'm not going to go in on Wilder on that um, and also the fees that we paid in terms of McBurney and Brewster, we he knew we couldn't really rebuild in the championship. I just think the cycle's ended. I really, it just looks to me like this this cycle of players has ended, and it needs sorting as quickly as possible. And it, that doesn't look like it's going to be possible in the short term. Well, this is my big thing. Looking back at the um, the start of the Wilder tenure, so by the end of August that season, 2016-17, we brought in Mark Duffy, John Fleck. Jack O'Connell, Simon Moore, Daniel Lafty, Ethan Ebanks Landall. That's that's six players there who became mm. really big contributors that yeah. season. And for the first four names, Duffy, Flake, O'Connell, Moore, beyond that as well. I haven't mentioned other players we brought in, Leon Clark, James Wilson, the centre back, who, you know, scored that uh, first goal yeah. against Oxford. Few others I'll admit, I'll admit purely because didn't have a big an impact on that season and yeah, you know they didn't look they didn't look good to begin with. Those players, Fleck and O'Connell, no, no, no. really struggled. I thought, but <clears throat> the fact was they were here. They were learning, settling, improving, getting up to fitness and sharpness. Right now, we're two days out of our fourth league game, fifth in all competitions, and we have signed Ben Davis, who might be great. I really hope he will, but he alone can't transform this team. And no, yeah, that's that's becoming I a real was- problem. I think it's 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 the the optimistic thing to do to look back to that to those wilder early games. It's starting to run more of Atkins purely because Atkins were another person who inherited a huge bloated, unbalanced squad, 
and wasn't allowed or, or for whatever reason or didn't bring in basically I think he brought in Billy Sharp and Connor Salmon I think that were it and I don't think Connor Salmon were his signing or oh, Martin Wolford as well sorry that that squad as we saw needed a clear out and I just worry that that's the state we're in again now the, the squad needed a clear out and we've appointed a manager a good manager certainly on paper to try and get the best out of a squad that might actually be finished and I hope I'm wrong I hope I'm looking back at this in you know, in five weeks saying, oh, I'm, you know, what an idiot. But that's how I'm feeling right now. And it is the day after the match. So maybe I'll calm down in a couple of days or whatever. But that's how it's feeling to me right now. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fair enough that you would feel like that. Um, I think we did say before the West Brom game that it was like probably the worst possible opponent yeah. to play in our current situation where we weren't creating very much. Uh, we didn't, there wasn't really much evidence of what our game plan was in and out of possession after those first two games, I'd say. And uh, who boy, did that prove to be the case last night? I mean, I think also just the worst possible circumstances for for us going into that game, we lose our goalkeeper. Like, dare I say, our only goalkeeper, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much just before kickoff. I'm assuming, oh, I don't know, maybe that was... It, it was probably known within the squad hours in advance, maybe even the day before, yeah, for yeah. example, but... That's not ideal going up against, you know, a very physical, athletic team who try and maximise set pieces and put you under yeah. defensive pressure. Um, maybe we can talk. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more about Ramsdale in uh, in a short while, perhaps. But mm. and that team comes out. Our, our lineup. I mean, jeez, I that is that is yeah, one of the lower moments. I <laughs> so far the season allows. I think it was so uninspiring it's got to be the slowest side that we've put out for a long long time that well the slowest and the weakest going up against yeah. what is probably going to be the most athletic and aggressive team in the entire league yeah physical side yeah playing the formation that served us so well last season as well which i i sort of get some of the logic for going back to 352 uh if that's what it was it was I, I... really difficult this actually because it it started off like three five two definitely, um, but as the game went on, I'm not people were all over the place. Like, but I don't know if that was due to tactics or just the the shambolic performance of players. Yeah, I mean it was a midfield zero for a lot of the time, wasn't it? Um, as in, we just had literally no presence in midfield whatsoever. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I sometimes hate being right as a football fan, which to be fair doesn't happen that often. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, um, but when I heard that team, I pretty much gave up. Like not yeah. not only on the game, but probably on seeing anything encouraging. To be honest, and that's that's exactly the thing for me. Out. Like I think you message, I think you messaged me saying even if we win this game, this is not we can't go forward with this. And and you were spot on. The fact that we've still got Billy Sharp and McGoldrick up front, I think it's pretty embarrassing to be honest to the other forwards at the club. Yeah, the club generally. And I, I'm going to say mm. Sharp did well again. He is. He did. He, he did. Is he was doing he probably, well when he's on the pitch, but that can't be the path to success surely Sharp and McGoldrick it just can't no it can't like, no. It, I think these I... two things can be true he can play well and you know probably play to the maximum of what he can do but mm. that shouldn't be our first choice if we're going to do well this season no no I agree completely I, th- I think there's so many things obviously that were wrong with the team it's easy to look at those forwards but it reminded me I said to you it reminded me of Fulham away last season um, the, the performance reminded me of Fulham away, and the team set reminded me of Fulham away. Just nothing, no sort of. I don't know. I don't know what the plan was. We were passing it around at the back for about ten minutes, and then oofing it up to Sharp. Yeah, and somehow created uh, probably the best chance of the half when uh, immediately yeah. after we conceded, McGoldrick runs in and puts it wide, and uh, he's had a nightmare start to the season. Hasn't he? he really, really has. Yeah, yeah. It couldn't have. Uh, it couldn't have gone much worse for him, to be honest. I mean, yeah. He's, unfortunately. The, Pretty much the only one of our players who's had any chances, and they've been the very few good chances we've created in three games have fallen to him, and he's yeah fluffed them basically, which is yeah incredibly frustrating. I, I think we still lose if he sticks that one away, makes it one all, but yeah, that's a big moment all the same. I mean, let's be honest, I'm not I, I'm jumping ahead, but I, I, I'm not even exaggerating. It could have been seven or eight nil, couldn't it? I, I, realistically, yeah. Well, it was four nil after an hour, and they'd. Not really yeah. done anything. I think it's fair to say no, West Brom, no. you know, clearly the better team uh, and clearly playing with a method that was going to get them success. But I mean, look at the goals; they were absolutely awful. <laughs> just, yeah. just non-league standard, really. Um, but that's how they're going to play. They, they, 
try and exploit that, and if you can't stand up to it, you get blown away. You're yeah, down I mean, in an I've hour. seen people criticising, saying, oh, "I won't want to watch that though." It's like the old Wimbledon, and it is what you what you class as alehouse football, if you like. That's what it was like under Barn at Barnsley. But it's effective. It has been effective so far. And it's a team who can't deal with stuff like that right now. It's us. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it it distressed me just coming back to the lineup. It distressed me that the last time we played West Brom, uh, which was at a point where we were kind of in the conversation to be the worst Premier League team of all time at that yeah, stage. I think yeah. we'd maybe won once in the league. Just yeah. that Newcastle game, I think. The team that night was, I think, better than what we put out last night. And, it was. And that's extremely disturbing, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of fingers can be pointed there to, to the current manager, the past manager, the board, everything. But the fact that we've put out that side last night, I think, because the team against West Brom, if people can't remember at home, with a two-one, it was the same as last night, other than Ramsdale in for Verich, which is an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, Lundstrom was in for Berger, which you know, whatever. Yeah, Berger's on paper your better player. Bogle was in for Osborne. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, all right, on the wrong side. And the other one was... Um, Ampadu for Jack Ampadu, Ampadu for Robinson. Yeah. It's a better side. It the, is a better the, the side. The team that beat West 2-1 is a better side. It's not drastically different, as you said, but it is... I would definitely have taken, uh, even before the game last night, I would have taken the last year's team over this one. And the goalkeeper yeah. is a big deal. I mean, I don't know. I feel like maybe in the last couple of weeks, I've been a bit unfair on Verips in terms of, like, I, I think I said pre-season, like, I just don't see... I'm willing to put money that he is not an important player for us. And that is based on very, very little, actually. I hope you did put money on it. <laughs> <laughs> very little seeing him with my own eyes. But uh, he had a nightmare as well, didn't he? Just uh, it's the sort of performance. It. Someone who didn't go to the match asked me, um, what were you like? Very ups. And I said, I, I'm not exaggerating. It's the sort of performance where you think he's never going to play again for us. I think it's a career-ending performance if it was that bad. For us, career end. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just having a, a deep breath. Yeah, sorry, I thought a... I'd stunned you into that. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I'm, I'm just looking at the date and uh, reminding myself that we play again in two days. And uh, yeah. right now, he is probably still the number one goalkeeper here because... Uh... I'd play Fodringham, even though he's, you know, or even Eastwood, to be honest, because I think... I don't know how you come back from a game like that on your debut. It's going to be difficult, for sure. And, uh, yeah, not, not many keepers... I don't know. I can't think of many keepers who turn it round after being so bad. He he played like people said Ramsdale played like last year. If you, if yeah. you get what I'm saying, like yeah, yeah. People <laughs> if, said it were a, a Lee Baxter style performance, which I can un- understand that. It reminded me a lot more of George Long, uh, Southend. So, oh, Southend at home. Yeah, yeah Southend. I, I was I'm thinking sorry, yeah. uh, Gillingham under. Uh, yeah, Jillian, that's another fantastic. Yeah, yeah, George Long in his in his worst moments. Yeah, it was bad. And if we have to start him on Saturday, I'm worried to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I was worried anyway that this would happen in terms of if we sell Ramsdale, we have to have a replacement because I don't think it's at the club. I just I don't He's think not. it's at the club at all. And last night did well. Not only did it do nothing to changed my mind <laughs> but reaffirmed it probably in concrete and yeah. you know, it's never going to change now um so ramsdale is going to arsenal uh i can't actually remember what we said on the last podcast we were still uh sort of saying it doesn't totally make sense to to us but mm. the money sort of right are you are you all right with that so, i think yeah the- i think i think for the i think the money's fine i think we have to use this money in the next two weeks and how slow we've been with transfers is really, really worrying and concerning. Um, obviously, the Vieira thing's felt. I don't think we've talked about that, have we? Since, no, we uh, haven't. And uh, yeah, maybe should have said that earlier. But yeah, for for anyone who's you know been under a rock, Ronaldo Vieira failed his uh, protracted medical and will not mm-hmm. be joining the club. So. And to be honest, I've seen a lot of people have a go at the club for this. I'm not. I'm not. I don't know. No one knows exactly what's happened. But I think with the quarantine rules and everything like that, it's taken him two weeks to sort of have it, have his medical. And then we've seen something. I'd rather have not signed him than sign him in just to be on the sidelines all season, personally. Yeah, well, that's it, isn't it? I mean, it's it's incredibly frustrating that he is not going to be our player, but you don't want to sign someone who isn't fit. <laughs> like, no. that's, that's what the medical's for. Like, you know, we don't Although he probably would have done a better job last night. <laughs> 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 and I get the thing of like, well, look, Musse must have passed the medical, so, you know, what's going on? Well, 
I don't know if I'm giving the club too much credit here, but we have new staff now. Like, you know, maybe, maybe and maybe the approach is, well, we're not doing that again. We're not signing someone that can't complete 90 minutes or, you know, isn't going to be available till the end of October or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's annoying. I'm I'm really annoyed about it. But also, I'd be more annoyed if we signed him and he couldn't play. Yeah, 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 time. completely. I think um, it's it, back to Ramsdale. I think 24 million is fine, uh, up to 30. I think that's pretty much his value in this market. Um, I don't think he's... I was thinking yesterday, say we signed him for 18 million. I, I know it wasn't that much, but let's let's just go on that. Has he improved by £6 million worth since he's been with us? Because I think he's probably just kept on a steady sort of trajectory because he got the player of the year at Bournemouth, but they went down and he's obviously got the player of the year with us. I don't think he's massively improved with us since he was at Bournemouth from what I've heard or seen from their fans. Yeah, I'd say he's, he was a he was a Premier League average keeper when we signed him. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, what all the sort of metrics said. Uh, he had a bad half a season, a really good second half yeah. of the season and I think he averaged that out as an average Premier League keeper, which is, is great for us. That's I think a lot of I think that's good for a lot of teams, you know, a, a, a mm. league average keeper in the Premier League who's going to yeah. you know, win you some points and occasionally drop you some points. That's, that's good for a lot of teams. I don't yeah. know if it's good for Arsenal. Um, yeah, in terms it's of actually... From Arsenal. I mean, obviously we might look back at this and say, oh yeah, actually it turned out to be England's number one. He was fantastic. But yeah. it, I can see why the Arsenal fans are not happy, to be honest. I guess. I've, I've... It's not as bad as they're saying, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, that team needs a lot doing to it, and they've bought a keeper who probably ain't even going to go in his number one. Yeah, I feel a bit. Um, I don't know. I'm sure he's uh, increased his wages, Ramsdale. But I do feel a bit. It does feel like he's on a hiding to nothing there. You know, the the reception. Arsenal fans don't want him, do they? And there, there is no. a. I think the wider football public just looks at Ramsdale as like, oh, relegated twice. He must be terrible. When you know, we know the truth is actually quite different. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. He's 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 got a lot of. Well, he probably doesn't care that much, and and maybe you know, football Twitter we're we're exaggerating the uh, yeah importance and, and presence of that, I suppose. But it does feel like he's got a lot of work to do to turn around a public opinion there before he's even started. Like yeah. that's terrible. Is it, is it that much different to us though when we signed Gary Medine? You know, and everyone was, oh, what's going on? And then as soon as he bangs a goal, and you, you oh, what a player. <laughs> well, I guess so, but then. It's easier to do that if you're a striker. Isn't it? Yeah, you're not, probably not right. Score, yeah, yeah. But you know, turn around opinion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, how do I mean? How do you feel like as a as a fan of Sheffield United? Like, just put the money to one side. How do you feel about him leaving? I think it would have been unusual to keep a goalkeeper who was attracting those sort of bids in the Championship. To be fair, I, I did always have this worry that it would. We're going to have a Jack Butland situation where if Ramsdale had, had a bad season, his value completely drops and we're thinking, why didn't we sell him? I think I'm a bit scarred because of the downfall of the players that we've got now that we could have got money for when they were in the peak, if you know what I mean. Hmm. You, you, I mean, I know they're older, but you look at Fleck and there were rumours about Arsenal coming in for £20 million. Now you're thinking, oh, we should have sold him. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I'm, I think I'm just a bit sad, really. On a, I guess on a personal level that... You know, we signed this kid during uh, during a pandemic. It was, he, he played yeah. in front of uh, empty stands for an entire season. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen him play in person twice, and that's only because I went to that Burnley game, um, yeah. and then uh, obviously the first home game of the season, and and now he's gone. And it's like, oh, okay, you know, <laughs> hello and goodbye. I saw a few people saying that like, the, the Birmingham game. He uh, at full time, I'd like you know a sort of protracted walk around the ground and. You yeah, know, it was both his hello and his goodbye to Bramall Links. He didn't play in the cup game. Yeah, yeah, but so, yeah, that is, yeah, you're right there. It is really sad in that sense because we never saw him at his best in or his worst yeah. in the in the flesh, to be honest. And he's been here twice now, and we've seen him <laughs> at most twice. So, yeah. and I, I guess it would be similar if Berger ends up leaving as well. I mean, what has he probably played six games in front of fans at Bramall Lane? If that, maybe, yeah, maybe only like three actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. How Although um, his performance yesterday made me think, go, <laughs> just go, <laughs> mate. For the love of God, go. Uh, that, yeah, that, that midfield, that lineup was just really quite frustrating. Um, the, mean... the, what's so annoying about it is I always think managers, obviously, and stuff know more than me and you, which they do, obviously. But I think everyone who saw that lineup knew. It's like, what were we trying to achieve? <laughs> Yeah, just uh, like you said, pass it around and then launch it to Billy Sharp and and pray 
basically. And yeah, he they, did. Their, their, their line they showed you on Sky was so high, which I, which I did mention, obviously, in the last mm-hmm. pod, that they push high. And we played our two slowest strikers, who has no aerial threat as well. So not even in a defensive sense did it work. Very confusing. Very, very confusing. And it went exactly as I thought it would go. I mean... I think you. I think just before we started recording, you said you know you was you were stunned by it a bit, and I, I wasn't because it that was exactly what I expected to happen. Um, I can't. Yeah. I can't say it went worse than I was expecting. To be honest, if if anything, I'm quite relieved it was only four nil going four nil down was, after an hour. The thing I was stunned about is more to do with the. I knew they create chances of throw-ins and corners and things like that, but not to that degree. I I, I thought. There might be three or four really good chances that they did create from that, uh, but the fact that we just caved in every single time and didn't learn whatsoever—I I don't know. I just think I suppose you look at these players and your Egans and your Bashams, and I'm not blaming those two. I think they're two of the better players on the pitch. And what we've seen them from before, you think, well, they're not going to keep letting this happen. That's not in their sort of psyche, you know. That's not that's not them. And it did. It kept kept happening every single time. And by the time the second goal, we, we were just gone, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and uh, it's hard when you're, you know, going up against a team who've also just appointed a new manager, who have also just got relegated from the Premier League, and mm. we're just miles with three points. They weren't brilliant last season. People, I, I heard someone say, uh, I think it was on Sky. They were saying, "Oh, West Brom were a lot stronger than Sheffield United last season." They finished three points in front of us. Yeah, and I think we won two games more than them, maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we outplayed them twice as well last season. Yeah, but uh, they have hit the ground running and I don't know what we're doing, to be honest. Um, And I hope we start to see it in coming weeks. Um, I don't want to say anything else about that West Brom game, to be honest. Uh, I, I I don't think I'll add anything that anyone's not thinking already. It was crap and very enjoyable. And uh, felt a lot like last season in in many respects, to be honest. Maybe even worse than a lot of last season. Um, I think we're hoping, when I saw the team, I was like, I've not... I I saw a few people say this, like, I've not felt this negatively about United team since we played uh, my new at Old Trafford and, you know, (laughs) look how that turned (laughs) out. And we sort of... sort of had a small hope that I was going to be wrong, but I wasn't. And, yeah, it was really bad. And uh, lots to work on. Yeah. Uh, should we talk about Huddersfield? We're on yeah, to Huddersfield. Yeah. Oh, uh, can we talk about something else? What, what you've been listening to? <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I watched the match at my dad's last night and at full time, enormous mutual sigh, I think, followed by seconds later, what time we meeting on Saturday then? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, and that's not meant sort of ironically or anything like I am already <laughs> looking forward to saying. Yeah, off to I, I, I actually did say to Aggie when I go to the match with I said, uh, um, "I goes what what uh, what time do you want to go in? I don't want to go in any sooner than we actually have to." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm thinking that now. Actually, like I, I went in super early for the Birmingham one just to mm. in case there were any well not restrictions, but you know, like check in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, <laughs> it's going to be how late can I get there this time? Maximum pub time beforehand, I think. Um, so Huddersfield, the last time we played them was the League One playoff final in 2012. Wow. I, that blew my mind. I, I was yeah. so, I was so good, like, no, nah, surely we've played them since then. But no, the last, the last action between Sheffield United and Huddersfield was Steve Simonson ballooning a penalty. <laughs> just well, funnily enough, that feels like our last shot as well. <laughs> right. Hey, we had a shot on target last night. It was another John Egan oh, yeah. special finish. Yeah, because all the fans were singing, how must you be, we've had a shot. <laughs> it's not good when that happens, is it? But no. uh, at least you can uh, have a, a bitter smile on your face, I suppose. Yeah. Um, so yeah, nine years of not playing Huddersfield, which is... Yeah, surprising because we're a you know a similar level team to them, I would say. But mm. we've yeah. we've uh, we've not crossed paths. We kept getting promoted and relegated at different times. Um, so a few ghosts who exercise from uh, from from that day, which was yeah another fairly miserable experience. Um, <laughs> this is a huge game, isn't it? Uh, it really uh, is now. Yeah, I guess we're just at the stage where they're all huge games now. Because but but the reason I say this is because Huddersfield are no great shakes. I mean, I say that in full acknowledgement. We've been various shades of dog dirt ourselves so far, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Huddersfield are a 
a, a middling to nothing championship team. You couldn't ask for a, a in the same way as West Brom was probably the worst case scenario for us to play next. You can't ask for much more. I'm not saying we're going to win because we're awful at the moment, but mm. you know, if you pick, you go down the division, you pick three teams to play. They're going to be one of them, I think. Yeah, and uh, I acknowledge that's disrespectful of the opposition, but it, it is, is also. True, that's what I do. And now yeah, it's... it is, and it, I'm being disrespectful in the sense, it, it fully acknowledging that we have been worse than them so far this season. Pretty much, yeah. We uh, so even, I mean, it's early days stats-wise, but uh, we have the worst. Uh, excuse me, we have the same xG against, so we're joint fifth worst in the league. Uh, they are 18th for xG created. We are, you will not be surprised to learn, 24th. Um, they are ninth for shots per game. We are, I think, eleventh as well. So yeah, they they have been pretty much the same level as we have. They've they scored three goals. One was an own goal. Two, the other two have been from uh, da, 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 set pieces. Yippee oh, um, Their games are drawn with Derby. They got smashed by Fulham, and then they beat Preston, who are having an even worse start to the season yeah. than we are. Um, Thank the Lord for Preston. <laughs> I do want to flag a someone who's, who's only just come to my attention, actually, but a young fella by the name of Sorba Thomas, who is being tapped up for Wales. He's a, like mm. a wide forward slash winger for Huddersfield. Leads the championship in chances created after three games with 16. To put that into wow. context, our most creative player so far, Ollie Norwood, with six. And so, most of them are set pieces. So. Say again, sorry? And most of that will be set pieces, if not all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and yeah, Thomas for Huddersfield has been a big factor from set pieces himself. He has created lots and lots of chances. So keep an eye on him. You know, as much as this is going to be a, a more palatable opponent than West Brom, mm. they'll still be dangerous. We're still pretty vulnerable. I still don't know what exactly we're going to do or try to do. Um, no. But yeah, I, I, I mean, look, we've, we've played three games. We haven't scored a goal. We've not really looked like we're going to score a goal. So uh, I think I'm just going to lose my mind if we... I mean, we're going to hit the back of the net at some point. You know, there's 43 games to go. I, I'm confident, You say this. <laughs> I can confidently predict we're going to get a penalty or an own goal or something at some point. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what do we do? What's, uh, what, what do you want to see us do for this game? I really don't know. I'd like to see at least five changes from yesterday. I think Bogle deserves to play because we've not seen him. I don't think Bogle's offered anything in an attacking sense whatsoever. And I've seen people praise him last night. I don't think he was at his best personally, but you know, I'm not just picking him out. But I think I don't. You know, we've got a, another right back there who is apparently championship top championship class. I'll so give him a go. I think Norrington Davies should play. I don't think Robinson should be anywhere near the side. I think Ben Davies comes in. Um, I'd play Luke Freeman just due to his cameo yesterday where he was one of the better players I'd play McBurney and Brewster I, I think as many players as you can possibly change from yesterday we should change yeah my, my three things I want to see when that team news drops at two o'clock a new goalkeeper which is you know yeah. lol that's probably not going to happen by then but that's what I want to see happen Brewster starting and Ben Davis starting that's yeah. uh, I'll accept that but also, as a sort of floating fourth one, that midfield has to change from last night. It, it has to. It doesn't even, even it have to be the... Brum. Say again, sorry. Even if it means playing Zach Brum or someone like that. For me, it doesn't even have to be a new personnel, but we can't do that. You can't roll that three out and have them play mm-hmm. that way because it's non-existent. It's, it's, it's negating anything good, anything that they are good at. And they are good at things. As bad as they've played yeah. last night, particularly... They are good at certain aspects of playing football, but last night, that's not getting. It's just not putting them in a position to do those things. So, yeah, that has to change. We're dangerously close to me saying, as I always do when there's a crisis, should we put Bash in midfield? (laughs) (laughs) No, just for a bit of energy. No, 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 no. We should not do that at all. (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) no offense, Bash. Keep him in defence or um, or on the bench. Dare I say, in terms of. uh, you want to make room for Davies. If you were uh, playing 4-4-2, yeah, possibly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Egan is our best defender. That's just without, you know, I don't think that's... I don't, I mean, debate. I don't want to go in on one player and I'm not the only one who's doing this, but I don't, I'm really, really quite disturbed how Jack Robinson started every single league game so far. Mm, 
I don't want to talk about Jack Robinson. Was that <laughs> was uh, was that own goal the first header he's won for us in his? I you think know, so. I felt a bit sorry for him. I was talking to Lehman who made the podcast with him. He said like he just looked he looked out of his depth obviously in the Premier League and he's it's carried on. He looks out of his depth at this level as well. It's almost like he don't really know where to be or. I mean, even in the first half, where they didn't create loads of chances in the first half, West Brom, they mostly came down that side. Mm, yeah, and every long throw, I mean, <laughs> long throw went in our net after seventy seconds. I mean, uh, and then we—I mean, uh, I think Fer- Darnell Furlong ended up with three assists, and I think, or, or maybe it was uh, three big chances created. They were all from bloody throwings. Like... I mean, look, the throwing thing is so frustrating for me because obviously the same happened against Birmingham. All right, they're big lads, and there's a lot of teams in this division like this. Cardiff absolutely love playing like that. Obviously, Warnock's Middlesbrough will be another one. We need to get a grip of that. Like that's not just like a one-off game where they're gonna. Yeah. All right, West Brom probably perfected it better, and they're, they're better. They've got better players in the than other sides. But that's that's not just like oh, we'll not come up against them every week. We're going to yeah. be coming up against the team like that a lot of time, a lot of weeks. Yeah, I think West Brom are the like the apex of taking advantage of long throws. But as you say. It doesn't mean nobody's going to take a long throw against us. I, I imagine no. <laughs> after I've seeing that, seen, they're probably uh, all going to do it. I've just seen Gary Cale sign for Bournemouth. <laughs> okay. Which, uh, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd have him right now. but <laughs> <laughs> In midfield. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is where, where we're going to put him. Um, I, th- I think we need a rallying cry to finish off, mate. Fire, fire me up for this weekend. Let, let's, let's leave this one behind us and be optimistic. Come on. Uh, if we get, I'm they're not. Very, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really struggling. Really, really, I'm struggling. Um, Ramsdale's gone. Who knows? This might be the last time on Saturday you get to see this bunch of players because hopefully by the next game you see at home, we've signed at least four new players who come straight into the team. I hope so. What, what is... that's, as, that's as good as I can give you. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, by the next time we play, we won't have these players anymore. That's, yeah, that's a good like, one. This is the last time you might have to suffer this team. <laughs> yeah. So we got what well, we got. One more league game before the transfer deadline, haven't we? It's just yeah. looting away, and then there's a two-week break for uh, before we play Peterborough at home. Yeah, I, I need to see some signs, mate. I, I, I will say. Um, if a goal goes in on Saturday for us in the right net before any smart Alex chime in, mm. I'm going to probably lose my mind. <laughs> Forget what this is feels like, you know. Yeah. I said to you last night, I think that's one of the most frustrating things about last night, the first three games, and indeed the last 18 months is, it is 18 months now where I, I would consider myself a fairly optimistic pos- uh, uh, what's the word? Positive fan. Excuse me, not pessimistic. That's not a word. Positive, yeah. <laughs> Positive fan. But I, I've basically spent 18 months feeling like we're not going to score and we're not going to win. Yeah. And I, I want to feel like I'm watching a game where if we concede the first goal, we can still win or we can still get a mm. result. And yeah. it's been a long, long, long time since I've And if you think like we that. feel like that, the players must feel the same. You know, mm. this is why I said last season, and I'm not playing captain hindsight because i've changed my mind many a time with this but i did think it was probably time for a clear out i do think it was the end of that cycle and we've not done it or we've certainly left it so late that yeah we've got off to this start that we've got off to how uh what's more i'm trying to think this is a bit of a tapping question how important is it to how will you feel if we draw nil nil on saturday but we play well and we're unlucky That's fine. To draw. Any any sort of progress for me. I mean, I'm not <clears throat> I'm not bothered about the results. I really I, I said like you know it's going to be a slow start and all this, but my my issue is with we're, we're not seeing anything at all. That's the main problem. Mm. I'm really 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 not that bothered about sort of the 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 results as such right now. I want to see something. You think ah right that's that's what he's trying to do there. Oh yeah, that worked a little bit. You know, work on that a bit more. That. Because we've seen nothing. I'll happily take a game where we have 90 shots on target but draw nil-nil. <laughs> if, if, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit torn on this. I, I want some uh, I want some enjoyment, I think. I want the... Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a scrappy goal off a set-piece corner straight in. That's kind of what that 
Wilder's first win was, wasn't it? It was a uh, yeah, yeah. you know, a header from a from a free kick after um you know a bit of a defensive mistake had had given Oxford the first goal. I think I'd take a scrappy win. I, I just wanna yeah. get, get it's so stupid after three games, but it does feel like there are monkeys on our backs for the club. Yeah, you know? we, we haven't scored a I goal. We're the only like... club in the league that hadn't scored after two and now it's after three. Mm. And we do need a win, and, and who knows, a win might change things, who knows, but um, we've got a really, really, on paper, such a nice run of games, that we, if we get a win, a scrappy 1-0, it could be the Oxford thing, I hope so, I'm not confident, but that's what you've got to hope for. Yeah, and uh, regardless of what it means for the future of most of the players we played last night... We have to have some new players in this squad. Like whether they go straight we into the... We have to sign. I don't know what's happening. I don't know why it's taking so long. I don't know if it's because we wait. We thought Ramsdale would be sold earlier. I'm really, really, really not sure. But we need desperately to to get players in. You know, I don't, I don't think people from the club listen to this or anything like that. I'm sure they're trying, but they're, I really do think it's as important as the entire season hangs on the next two weeks. Yeah, I don't think that's a. Uh... Uh, exaggeration, to be honest. Uh, are you happy with a? If we get a goalkeeper on loan for a season, are you happy with that, or do you want to see see us sign a number one for the you know the future? I'd probably take Paddy Kenny back at moment. Watching <laughs> 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 Berwick's last night and knowing what Fodringham's like, um, yeah, I'm all right with a loan goalkeeper. I'm really not. We, I don't think it's a market right now to sign a goalkeeper, if you get what I mean. It's two weeks. Mm. Who's going to let go of the goalkeeper, the, the first choice goalkeeper? Uh... I think it's going to have to get gone. <laughs> oh, yeah, apart from us. <laughs> uh, slightly different circumstances. Yeah, give me... Uh, I mean, this feels like pie in the sky, but Robin Olsen, the uh, Roma keeper, who was on loan at um, uh, Everton last year as a Swedish... Okay. You know, Sweden's number one. Was... I don't understand why. Yeah, it's a bizarre link there. That. That's surely going to be. Why is he going to swap Rome for? <laughs> what were you trying to say about Sheffield? I know. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, by the way, Alan Nixon, <laughs> the great Alan Nixon, has just tweeted that Sheffield United are looking at. Uh, I'm not even going to try and pronounce it. I don't think Adeline Gradora from Qatar. Somewhere. Uh... Some... Gradiora, something to do to play for. Gradiora, that's the guy. Yeah. West Brom? West he plays for Palace and Forest, according to Nixon here. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, can, can uh, so I don't know who that, this guy is, but yeah, not the most inspiring uh, thing on paper anyway. No, we'll see. But yeah, if, if uh, I mean, if there's any truth in that, Robin Olsen, that's, mm. I don't want to say that's an upgrade on Ramsdale. But it's certainly an adequate replacement. I think. Mass- yeah, yeah, easily an adequate. I'd like him in now. I-, I want some good news. I want. I want to wake up tomorrow morning. We've got three signings in. One of them's Olsen. It's so been I- a. I- Go on, sorry. So I just go. I dread to think what the performance of, of if Verips is in again on Saturday. I dread to think what could possibly happen. To be honest, I'm going to take a hat so I can pull it over my face. I think if that's yeah. the case. Oh, I don't like burying players like this after they've had a bad game, but um, goalkeeper's quite important to not have a bad one, particularly yeah. when you're fragile and uh, fragile is in the team mentality, is it? Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it is right now, and you're struggling for anything positive out of a performance or a result. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's been a terrible 24 hours, hasn't it, for United? It really has, yeah. You know, the, Vieira, yeah. Uh, the Vieira medical news... This result, Ramsdale getting sold. Yeah, we uh, we could use a, a lift before the weekend. And uh, old Slavis has got his work cut out, mate. I wondered actually with Jukanovic. Obviously, we don't. You can't. I keep seeing people saying it. He looks furious. He always looks furious. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not. I'm not going to uh, sort of uh, read too much into his body language, but I do get the feeling that maybe he, he doesn't. He didn't realise how. Much needed changing, and that's just my, you know, sort of uh, not opinion, just a guess, basically. But yeah. it, I, I imagine he's quite confused that we've been this bad. <laughs> I think we all are. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I always come back to. I remember people saying Wilder looked ill after uh, the Millwall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he, he was ready to, you know, sack it off and yeah, didn't yeah, have yeah. Nothing to do with it, and you know, look what happened next. So I'm not asked about. Uh, 
manager's body language or anything like that, to be honest. No, um, I no. just want to see something on the pitch. So hopefully we will on Saturday. I'm still, you know, I'm still counting down the, the hours, mate, to uh, setting off to the pub and then, uh, yeah, hopefully uh, catch up with you, see a, an entertaining game in which we score some goals and who knows, maybe maybe win. You never know. Yeah. Let's hope so. Let's hope so. One result will turn the uh, turn the mood. I think it might not, you know, transform the season, but I think we're all waiting for it, aren't we? we it, it feels a little bit like the start of the last season in terms of I'm looking around at everyone else having a having a ball, basically. Um, yeah, you know, even um, yeah, my missus is a Reading fan. They've not had a very good start to the season, but. I think they scored like eight goals in three games or something. I think they conceded nine or ten. But yeah. it's like, well, at least it's entertaining, you know. Yeah, <laughs> this is the thing. The boringness of it is is worse. You sort of, I'm trying to think. Under Wild in that uh, first first season of the championship, when we went off the boil, I, it was quite exciting. Still, we were mm. letting ridiculous goals in. Yeah, I remember the Bristol City game when we hit the post four times and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. But you, every week you turn up and you thought, well, yeah, but we're going to create chances. And mm. at the moment, it, oh, God, so poor. It's been a long time since we created a lot of chances in it. Mm. Uh, funnily enough, West Brom away was probably the last time we did, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, dear me. Well, this was a, it wasn't easy to get through this, to be honest. I mean, it wasn't. I don't know if you <laughs> It's a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here, but I don't know if you have this as well when you watch us play badly, as we obviously have done a lot recently. Um, yeah, and sort of think like, oh god, I've got to talk about this on the podcast. I, I it's making probably, it worse. I'd have probably walked out of the pub yesterday on sixty minutes if I weren't doing this. I have to be honest, which is really part time. But mind you, I've seen people who went to the match uh, tweeting saying they were downstairs getting the beers in after fifty minutes. Didn't bother going back upstairs. So fair play to everyone who went and had to witness that. But yeah, I can't yeah blame I, obviously, I, I sort of sat through it because I, you know, to purely for the purposes of this podcast, so I knew. What happened in that final thirty? And to be honest, I probably could have gone after six. Yeah, minutes fortunately, and not, not missed anything. <laughs> fortunately, not too much happened. Uh, I have to say, Valerian Ishmael go, he goes on the list for bringing on um, my, my personal revenge list for bringing on Adam Reach with ten minutes to go. That was, oh yeah, that was a troll move that didn't need to happen. And no, I'm I'm watching you, Ishmael. Yeah. I'm, I'm... I said that actually before the game. Be a good fight that Ishmael versus Jakanovic, wasn't it? <laughs> Do you think he, like, when he goes home, Ishmael, he, like, untenses his forehead so his eyebrows return <laughs> to their normal place? What, he's going to, like, pull a muscle or something in his I remember, forehead. yeah, I watched the balls in the playoffs. He was getting mad at that as well, like, kicking things around all over the place. What I will say about West Brom, this is going to sound absolutely mad and almost a bit bitter. I wasn't actually that impressed with them, weirdly. I think, if you, always... I think if you have a proper defence and a proper goalkeeper, they didn't really create that much out of open play, and we're awful. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, but that's what's. But that's what's kind of. Uh, if you're a West Brom fan, you're probably absolutely overjoyed because you. Oh yeah, like I say, I'm you've not, not played that person. well, and yeah. you scored what? What they scored? Ten goals now, I think, in three games, four, two, and uh, seven, and nine goals in it. Yeah, two. And I'm three, not. Four. I'm not one of these fans. Like I always get on the view from like, they, oh yeah, but they were rubbish. I don't think they were rubbish or anything like that. But they're not a team where I thought. You know, like I saw Fulham, for instance, absolutely batter uh, Millwall. For, I know it were only 2-1, but pretty much all the game. Yeah. And you're thinking, these are a good side. These, these are going to be really difficult to stop. We West Brom, I just thought, if you had, a, like, five big guys at the back, you know what I mean? I'd like to see how they get against, like, a, a Warnock side, for instance. Yeah. Uh, when, do, when do we play them again? I'm just February. So... Might go away. <laughs> no, I, I'm, mark that one down, mate. We've got, what is that, six whole months. Yeah. To plot some revenge because we've got a. I want us to be fired up for that rematch. I, I, we better be a hell of a lot better than we were in this I'm one. I've got a positive for you to end on. Can you remember when we played Middlesbrough under Wilder and we lost 3 0? And every goal, I think, came from a set piece. I do. We sorted that out with pretty much the same players other than O'Connell. So, you know, no, right. let's we can do this. And it is, hasten to add, still very early days in. Uh, yeah. There's only 43 games left, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't had a proper preseason. We, for some reason, still haven't signed anybody apart from Ben Davies. Mm. Yeah, it's just uh, it's just not enjoyable to watch right now. I think I think I'd have brought Ben Davies on at half time. I said this to you, didn't I? Text you actually saying yeah. I'd have I'd have brought Ben Davies just purely for fitness reasons. Game were gone, so or maybe not half time, but after the second goal. 
yeah, it was a bit surprising there were no changes at half-time, and then we're 2-0 down immediately anyway. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, I know he's not played for like seven months, Davis, but I mean, so what? <laughs> you know, unless yeah. he's actually going to get injured if he plays, um, you know, if he is an injury risk. He has to play at some point. Why not put him on when we, the game's gone? And most of our team haven't played very much for months. No. So, I mean, how how far behind can he be fitness? I'm being unfair. I have no idea what his fitness levels are like, and obviously the club do, but he'd best be starting on Saturday, I'll say that. Ikanovic, ow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you don't, really, don't really scan that well, that, does it? He might be here forever, because I don't know how you get a check. Ikanovic, ow. Oh. Yeah. So it's not like Warnock, out. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Joker, out or something. Yeah, Joker, out. Oh. So maybe he'll be here forever just because no one can get a chant going properly. So. <laughs> Uh, well, bring on Saturday after uh, you know all all that said and done. Um, I am uh, I'm, I'm mentally on to the next game, and uh, yeah, I, I can't wait, mate. As always, I'm, I'm not one of these like oh god, I can't you know can't believe I've got to go and see him again. I'm just glad to be going to football again, to be honest. And uh, yeah. hopefully, we'll enjoy a ninety minutes again soon. You know, you never know; could be this weekend. Uh, any final yeah. thoughts, mate? I'm surprised. You know, I, I set out intending for this to only be like 25 minutes because I, like, I don't even want to talk about that. Like, <laughs> what was yeah. this to say? But here we are, 47 minutes later, I think. Any uh, any final thoughts? You want to say farewell to Aaron Ramsdale? We hardly knew. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, he's, he's going to be what I, it's going to, it's, Like you said, it's a weird... When we look back at his, like the history of him at Sheffield United, it's going to be like sort of... Yeah, it's a bit sad that we never really got to... Say, let's say he goes on to being one's number one, which is, you know, it is, it is possible. Um... We're going to be like, well, I never really got to see him. It's a bit, you know, sort of quite sad that we never really saw him in the flesh. Mm. Yeah, good. Uh... But good luck to him. You know, I don't blame him for going whatsoever, you know, if, in terms of money and stuff. Like, I think it's a bizarre move from Arsenal's point of view, but from his point of view, he's joining one of the biggest clubs in Europe. Yeah, uh, fair, yeah. Nothing but good luck to him, really. Like I say, I'm just. I guess I feel a bit. I think when I just return to that sadness, it's like we. Uh, I mean, it doesn't owe us anything, but we. we we stuck with him during that rough time. And um, I'm, I'm not saying this to pat ourselves on the back. What I mean is we went through that rough period of him in the team and we got mm. he got through it and he got good. Yeah. And, and I wanted to see that. I, I wanted to see like that pay off, if you like, you know, him be our keeper for the next five, six years or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Having, having sort of gone through that rough spell, have the, you know, the full redemption arc. But um, yeah, off he goes. I... I I think the money's just about right. It's I would have wanted more, I think. Um you know, given how much we paid for him twelve months ago. And I know a lot of that was incentive based, so the true fee that we will have paid to Bournemouth will not be the full eighteen million because he was only here for a year and obviously we didn't stay up and I think he only got like three clean sheets in the entire season as well, if that was, you know, related to incentives or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, it's 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 probably money you can't really turn down, like I said. No, no, he'll have tr- probably tripled his wage, I would have thought. I mean, for the club as well. Um, oh, co- oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, the club. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. And, but we need to get it sorted. We need to spend it now. I just hope. I'm, this is, listen to this for a sort of hope, against hope sort of thing. I, I, did we pull out of the Vieira deal because we knew Ramsdale would go in and we had better options lined up with the, because we had more money available? I want to say yes with absolutely zero evidence. So let's say yes. Yeah, I've got no evidence it. behind it. No evidence. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm just trying to be deluded. I'm trying to see how the Wednesday fans would think about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, once again, you've provided a, a strong finishing point. I think. So, what? what uh, any anything to plug, mate? Just the view from everyone. I'm sure everyone will be queuing up to. I've got a lot of messages saying cheers, but I'm not reading it, which is fair enough. <laughs> I weren't going to do it, but I missed that many last season, and I did one for the South End game when we lost three nil. So again, superstition almost. Sort of. If I do one for this, I could be end of the season. I'll be looking back at it. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> so that's it. Royviewfrom.com or follow me at Panchero on Twitter. Yeah, top man. Every time we have a performance like this, I get messages on Twitter saying like, "Ah, oh, you could just have the week off, lad. Skip this one." Yeah. Nah, we we dedicated this season. <laughs> this maybe... season, yeah. Last season, we had... well, to be honest, last season, the, I, what was the point? Because we were just going over the same ground, weren't we? Every every week, which we are this, this season so far. But... <laughs> well, I don't know. I think I think this was new ground last night yeah, for the season, yeah. to be honest. Uh, and let's hope it's uh, newer, more positive ground this weekend. But uh, we'll leave it there, mate. Thanks thanks very much for your, your time in the, the double podcast week. 
Uh, we didn't really talk about Ben Davies, um, so we'll maybe do that next time. Hopefully, when we've yeah. seen him play for us, he's uh, got an hat trick. He's got an hat trick from uh, left centre back, and the the overlapping <laughs> centre backs are back, baby. Yeah, probably not going to happen, but we'll see. Uh, okay, mate. Well, thanks again for your time. I'll uh, I'll hopefully see you on Saturday for a yep a bevy or two and. Uh, up the blades, mate. We we need a we need a lift, I think. Um, we do, and hopefully we get it from the stands and on the pitch on Saturday. But uh, for now, I will say thank you once again to yourself, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Blades Pod. Before I finish, I just want to tell you about Nord VPN. Now I run my own business, so the security of both myself and my clients is right at the top of my priority list, and that is just. One of the reasons why I use NordVPN, which is a fast and secure service that significantly boosts my online privacy and security. It works by encrypting my traffic on both web and mobile, so I never have to worry about unsecure websites or apps or uh, open Wi-Fi connections while I'm on the move. This is really handy for me because, as I'm sure any parent with a toddler can tell you, free time is kind of at a premium, so... Knowing that I can take care of some business and life essentials on my phone, like shopping, emails, banking, scrolling through the Bladespod Twitter feed, while I'm pushing a one-year-old in a swing and still stay secure, that is a really big deal to me. I also don't have to sacrifice speed to stay secure. NordVPN is the fastest VPN out there with over 5,000 servers in 60 countries. So go to nordvpn.com slash bladespod or use the code BladesPod on their website to get 73% off your two-year plan, plus four bonus months absolutely free. Now, do be quick, because this offer is for a limited time only. Works out at the equivalent of buying a cup of coffee every month. A small price to pay for premium cybersecurity. Speaking as someone who buys a lot of cups of coffee every month, that is nordvpn.com, N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash BladesPod or just use the code BladesPod on their website. There's also a 30-day money-back guarantee if you change your mind, so there is no risk to you. So that is nordvpn.com slash BladesPod, or use the code BladesPod today. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week.